Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith West. And where we go? We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who is scruffy looking? Less. I wanna buckle up, baby. Carlos, smash you, King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. They got your weekend geek covered. And you? You're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome to episode 376 of The Sith List. I'm yeah. your host, Eric Strathers, and my co-pilots for this evening's shenanigans are as follows, and it's going to be different than what you expect, probably. The mm. young, the handsome, the bearded one, Carlos. Buarguel. The man that everybody calls Tom. The king of all Toms, Tom Chansky. Hey, hey. And to round out this four pack of excellence that you're getting tonight, what would Raj say? We call him Randy. You call him Randy. It's Randy. Hallelujah. Guys, listen. The man we call El Hombre. That's right. It's me again. Well, hopefully that won't be the only time we hear Raj's voice tonight. So just so everybody knows, he is at a U2 concert at the Sphere in lovely Las Vegas. And he has dropped in once to let us know that he is getting ready to have a good time. And hopefully he can share some of it with us. So if you love U2, you've come to the right place, I guess. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Definitely. So, guys, what is what's usually next? How's your week been? Tom, what's up with you, man? Uh, this is my last week of uh, the show. Not almost <laughs> like this. You bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm not letting a Raj know. No, it's my le- last <laughs> week before chemotherapy. So, you know, I'm living it up and feeling normal. Uh-huh. It's going to be a pretty rough next few months. But you're I'll an absolute champion, man. Yes, oh, definitely. Thanks. Yeah. All right. So, Boo, what's shaking with you, man? Anything new over in Boo land? Not much. Not much. Uh, I got engaged this weekend. I got engaged to to Brittany this weekend. So that was that was fun. That was oh, nice. I'm glad it was to Brittany and not someone else. Right, right. Right. Well, no, 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 no. Initially, it was to be to somebody else. And then she was oh. going to be somebody else. But then we we came to our senses. And we're like, yeah, well, might as well be with each other. Yeah, so, that makes yeah. it simple. Right, yeah, yeah, you, you know those those uh, what was it? What, what do they call them? Like the the thruples? We can't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, yeah. I don't have enough time for that. No thanks. Well, yeah, 
yeah so so that was that was nice took took way too long we've been together almost six years so so yeah so it's been it's been nice it's been nice it's finally uh what is it uh, the the next level you know you go from interested in each other to dating mm-hmm. to boyfriend or girlfriend to you know engaged so yeah so it's been it's been good congrats man that's Thank awesome you. you guys are both exceptional people i love you both love so. you too I'm super happy to hear that. Thank you. And uh, Randy, what about you, man? Um, fuck. Everyone else is doing such amazing things. Uh, I had uh, a Greek salad this morning. It was, I thought it was really good. I kind of just whipped it together out of nowhere. Sounds good. That's pretty yeah. fantastic news. Yeah, so that, I mean, there's that. So guys, listen, so for you that don't know, uh, for the Patreon members, they know exactly what we're talking about. Randy gave us like more details about the salad than that Patreon. So if you <laughs> aren't subscribed up yet, <laughs> start clicking away. The links in the show notes, just go. This one's for salad fans. Yeah. Uh, so me, I had a birthday last week and I turned 50 years old and I didn't do anything. I stayed at home. It was great. My wife and kids presented me with several bluey themed presents, a hoodie, uh, like a cool framed picture just put up and um, a bluey birthday cake. So hooray for me. So, yeah, everybody jokes that I'm old. Well, you're not wrong now. So there you have it. Do you feel 50? Honestly, you know what, man? Seriously, whenever I was young, 50 sounded so old to me Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna tell you and i listen i'm a few days older than i was a week ago you know it's Mm -hmm. it's just a a mark on a calendar but dude i still secretly feel like i'm just some dumbass kid that everybody's gonna realize that i'm a dumb kid and don't know what i'm doing you know that never goes away to anybody who hasn't figured that out yet that never goes away but i don't feel old i mean my back and my knees tell me otherwise but like (laughs) mentally i don't I don't feel old, so, but yeah, yeah. I know that everybody suspects they're going to know the answer to this for me, but I'll go last. Actually, no, I'll go first. I'm going to ask everybody if they watched anything. And normally everybody would assume, oh, I bet Eric went to see the Taylor Swift heirs tour movie. Well, you would be mistaken. I haven't been to see it yet. Well, here's why, man. Because you lived it. It, well, I did, but it came out on Friday, which was my birthday, right? Mm-hmm. And my daughter and I had tickets to go. And then she was like, you know, I, th- I think I hear people are going to be standing up and she's, you know, short and depending on how it goes. And like, if you've watched videos from around the country, you've had like either the perfect showings or the ones that were just absolute nightmares where people are like treating it like it's a concert and screaming so loud you can't hear the audio and shining <laughs> their phone flashlights up on the screen and standing like on the floor, literally in front of the screen. And I was like, I would be straight up to that counter asking for my money back. So, uh, but other people are like, no, it was perfect. People were real cool and blah, blah, blah. But I have not been yet. I'm go, I'll go see it. But yeah, I just haven't, I haven't had a chance to since then. So, but what about you guys? Somebody go. <laughs> I'll go. I haven't seen anything. Perfect. Yeah, I think Good. I skipped the new stuff this week. 
Yeah. I keep on meaning to start. I haven't started Loki yet because we weren't doing a reaction for it. So I was like, oh, I'll just wait. I'll do it like a Disney show just in a block and see how that goes. And that's why I haven't got around to that yet. Yeah. You're muted. What, you what's that, Boo? Be thinking to there yourself. We go. There it is. I saw I saw the creator this weekend. Brittany went to go mm. see the, the Taylor Swift uh, concert movie. Yeah, so she said it was nuts. So mm. Eric, I completely understand what she said. It was it was crazy in there. So yeah, so I I, I understand your apprehension, especially your daughter's apprehension. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I yeah, I, I saw I saw the creator. Uh it's very good, very well done. Um if you weren't if you weren't interested in seeing it at first or right away, I could understand. Uh, but it's it's a it's a it's a good story. The acting's done great. The 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 little kid is awesome. Uh, the way it's the way it 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 portrays you know artificial intelligence. It kind of seems like it came out at the perfect time, which I mm-hmm. think lined up really well, really well. It, it kind of helped the movie. Not enough as as uh, as some people would like because I, I think it I think it deserves to make a bit more money a bit more money than than it already has but you know that's that's movies you know if, if it's not a Marvel or, or something like that it's a bit of a struggle uh, but yeah if if you're interested in seeing it at it, it, any point I recommend seeing it um, John David Washington he's great uh, looks good it's you know it's high quality sci fi which which I, I I dig a ton. So yeah, so I, I thought it was pretty good. It was one of those where, all right, you know, if I get a chance to see it, I want to, I'm gonna go catch it. So I did. So it was, it was good. So I, I recommend it. If you're interested in seeing it, go see it. Well, let me ask you this: um, Is it a must-see in the theater kind of movie, or do you think it'd be just as good at home? Do you need the big screen and the big sound? No, no, you, you don't need the big screen or the big sound. No, no, no. no. Yeah, I've heard it's good. I uh, obviously I haven't been to see anything, but. Well, good at least one of us saw no, actually i do want to take one because there was one movie that i saw last week but i wasn't on the show and the only reason i watched it is because eric recommended it on the show before i watched uh dungeons and dragons what'd you think hmm. dude the movie's freaking awesome dude isn't it good it's so good that's yeah, quite good man oh my gosh i i um joy and i have been playing a Baldur's gate 3 which is a dungeons and dragons game like, mind you, we've never stepped our toes in anything Dungeons and Dragons before, but there were like so many touchstones, even just watching the movie, you're like, oh, 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 trip out. That's cool. It was just, yeah. Yeah. It's like stupid. It's one of those movies like you don't expect it to be that good. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, very good. Really, really. And I know yeah. we've all talked about it, but it's, it's a delight is what it is. It is a delight. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't see, you know, boo, you missed it last week. Uh, I actually finally watched the Batman and I also watched Joker two days in a row. I'm like, I I need to have some extra therapy sessions, man. Yeah. Some sunlight after that one. What's your your takeaway from the edgelord double feature, dude? (laughs) Dude, the Joker was brutal because you see like, Mm -hmm. or or, I'm sorry, Joker. Did I say the Joker? I know it's just Joker. Yeah, it was brutal watching his descent into his mental illness and knowing that I don't know, man. You just never know what's up with people. I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, listen. Did, speaking of movies, why don't we? I, just... I was going to ask Eric. Did you um, finish Only Murders? 
I did. Yeah, I, I, yeah, oh. I finished it a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. It was Arage was the only holdout. Right. Okay. Yeah, that. you're right. You're right. And uh, so we're going to spoil it. <laughs> they might have another murder to talk about. Yep. So, yeah. I was trying to make some joke about like podcasts related to murders, but only <laughs> once around here the people want to murder us for the podcast. And I don't know. I can't. I'm workshopping nope. it. Hopefully, I'll, I'll have something later. I feel like the on the podcast where Pierce has those red balls oh. on the table. He goes, oh, I know it's going to be good when I, I'm almost there. I've almost got it. But uh, yeah, let's talk box office, man. Here's Johnny. I know it was you, Fredo. Man, Randy, you're crushing it over there, buddy. Well, listen, it's no surprise. Okay. At number one, with a hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes score, I might add. Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, ninety-six million dollars, and uh, that's pretty great, right? Um, coming in second, apparently, yeah. The Exorcist, Believer, eleven million for a total <laughs> of forty-five million. So, okay, dude, that. The commercials for that I found quite disturbing. I just, yeesh. My my wife is super not into horror movies, and so we never watch any. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see what do we got here. Paw Patrol still in there, number three Ooh. with seven million dollars, one million of which came from Mirage. <laughs> and uh, in fourth place, we've got Saw X. 5.7 mil and then rounding out the top five the creator with 4.3 million Ooh. now boo was 0.3 million of that you oh definitely <laughs> definitely yeah yeah does so does, does taylor swift's movie really have 100 percent? are you fucking with us i'm I, i'm looking at it right now <laughs> i am as shocked <laughs> as you are no offense. Yeah, I, I, I didn't mean I was like a fucking hundred percent. I was like, I, I understand it's just a, a, a film concert to movie, but I was like, how, how much could you fuck up? But like a hundred percent is a bit strong. But yeah, okay. it's one hundred percent and a ninety nine percent audience score. Oh, there's one person who's just there, like, yeah, no. who's that yeah. one person? No. Uh, you know, it's what are you gonna do? But I mean, that's impressive. And listen, here's the deal. I actually is a great thing happened today. Steel friend of the show, Steel Saunders. Uh, he texted me and show sent me a link to this uh, this podcast, this video show that these guys do about skateboarding. He's like, if you were into skateboarding like you are church, this would be you. And uh, the <laughs> guy's got like Star Wars tats and long hair, and he starts out the show and he's playing his guitar like as the theme but he's playing it live sitting in his seat puts it down and they start talking and i was like oh my gosh that's hilarious wayne's world and then a little while later he met texts me again and he's like god damn it and the guy was talking about how most people probably should assume i got long hair i probably must like heavy metal off a lot well you might be surprised to know i'm a huge taylor swift fan blah 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 that's why oh, no. today Steele tweeted that he had found my uh my dark twin out there <laughs> but yeah um it, <laughs> it's the real deal man so good on taylor swift for doing this i you guys know i love her and uh it's it's pretty cool to hear people talk about about her and 
who are starting to realize, like get past what the media tells you she's about and just look at her like a singer songwriter who's very good and writes mm-hmm. is a good storyteller. And they're like, that's what we should be talking about. Yeah. She's, you know, pop icon, blah, 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 blah. But she's writing the songs that people will be talking about 50 years from now, lyrically, you know, and that to me, that's impressive. And also Beyonce was at her premiere. Oh, that's right. So that's cool. There's a real cool picture of them together, you know, squashing the whole idea that there's this beef between them. And, uh, somebody I know got to go, to the premiere got invited by taylor nation and got to see him so that's neat good on you Allie. i'm happy for you but anyway 100 it's still pretty amazing yeah yeah but i I definitely want to see it honestly i really wish it was already out so i could just watch it at home that's where i'm more comfortable enjoying stuff like that but uh i'll go i'll go watch it i'll try to do it on like a weeknight there'll be nobody there but me but but anyway um any other movie talk anybody want to throw something out there that we haven't hit on that may not be in this top five or top 100 i don't even know what movies are coming out honestly. i don't either man i no don't loop. either so well. i bet you they're great though <laughs> yeah, they're that's awesome. one thing I bet some of them are great and some of them are not great and some of them are in between. Well, yeah, yeah, there's definitely gonna be a few of those too. That's what you're getting here, people. Thank you mm-hmm. for listening to the Sith list. You can just put there that in the bank, right? You're now. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you know what we should do is jump into the Star Wars talk. There's a ton of it. Wow. Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS. Chimera, you are currently listening to the Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May warrior's fortune smile upon your efforts. Thank you, thank you for that again, Mark Thompson. Well, I was lying when I said there was a ton to talk about. The only thing that I'm hip to right now, and I will hand this over to King Tom. I bet he's already seen this several times over, is the first five pages of Marvel Comics, Star Wars, The High Republic, number one. Have you checked this out, King Tom? Um, I have not. I I usually don't like to read previews, but from what I understand, uh, so... Phase three is starting of the High Republic, and um, and that's phase three of three, right? Yes, phase three of three, and chronologically, it's the last one. Um, they did a kind of George prequel thing with phase two, where phase phase two happened 150 years before phase one. Um, phase one, I'm going to spoil it here. It ended with Starlight Beacon, uh, which was this space station built by the Republic being destroyed by the Nile and a bunch of Jedi dying, and uh. You know, so phase three, shit is real in the galaxy. Um, the bad guys have created this whole whole zone of the galaxy that they're not letting people into. The Jedi are being called back. Um, and the Jedi are also dealing with losing a lot um, of their own. Not only losing, you know, to the Nile, to their enemies, but also losing a lot of their own. Um, and... There was actually a um, a comic, a one-shot that came out two weeks ago called Shadow- Shadows of Starlight, which kind of leads up to this. Um, and in it, they're 
telling some of the men and one of the things about the high republic you know people said when they first showed the art was the jedi are so fancy in the high republic they have these nice uniforms and these you know stylish lightsabers how do we get to where they're at in the prequels and um you know one one of the answers is in that book they said they're they now see themselves at war so they're not really you know devoting all this time to making a beautiful lightsaber they're just making a lightsaber that works. Mm-hmm. Um, so in not only that, but with the one the one we saw the preview for, we're seeing stuff start to get real. They're dealing with a lot of the emotional fallout. And as someone who's a fan of these characters, it's it's kind of sad. But as someone who's a fan of great stories, it's great because it's nice to see them lead off with this and deal with the emotional fallout of of all these losses from the end of phase one. I mean, it, 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 the art is really cool. And that is one yeah. of the things people point out first. Man, they are fancy. But mm-hmm. the narrative behind, like, they call the era the High Republic because of what the, like, political atmosphere was like and the idyllic nature of how people were existing from day to day. But you don't have a story without conflict. There's got to be something happen. And that's one of the things I was thinking about with Star Wars today, as a matter of fact. Henry and I were watching a couple of episodes of Rebels in during the first season. And this is in the episode where Ezra and Kanan, it's very early on in Ezra's training, obviously. And Kanan has only very recently really cemented his decision. I'm going to go all in and teach this kid. And they go to the temple. Mm-hmm. And that's where they show where the Jedi from the past who just sat there and died waiting for their Padawans to come back that never did. And uh, Ezra goes in and does this thing. And one of the things, and we've talked about this, Yoda, he appears to Ezra and to Kanan both voice only as like the twinkling lights. And you hear it and it's the... um it's not what's the guy's name who does it oh tom kane tom kane it was so it's not him right in this episode right i think it's frank oz it is frank oz and that's sorry i went at that backwards but what i was gonna say is you know in 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 animation a lot of times when it's not frank oz i've never liked it as much oh not only did you get the voice but you also really i suspect he had a lot of input onto the dialogue Mm-hmm. because they didn't one of my things i mean you've heard me talk about this is in the clone wars it, they aggressively flip the subject and verb like constantly mm-hmm. constantly like flipping the subject and verb they do the whole time and it's like mm-hmm. that is not how yoda spoke in the movies and um, not, I mean, it was slightly more exaggerated in the prequels, but still not like that. But anyway, so this is classic stuff. And I remember thinking, okay, here we are. It's right before New Hope in the grand scheme of things. And just a few years from now, Yoda's going to tell Luke, when gone am I the last of the Jedi, will you be? Well, I was thinking, well, he's talking to Kanan and Ezra right now. But, you know, spoiler alert, Kanan dies before the end of the series. And Ezra is gone to parts unknown, right? Mm -hmm. The fact that Star Wars has taken the chance to tell good stories without being so beholden to that that they can't tell them, Mm -hmm. I think that's a good call. I can understand the arguments. I get it. And it's like, you know. 
I mean, some of us, I want to say famously, like we're a big deal, but notedly had said we weren't too sure about how we'd feel about Kenobi being off planet during, you know, when he's supposed to be there watching over Luke, but then they did it and it was awesome. And I'm glad they did it like that. I'm glad. And so I think it's really cool that they can go in and mix it up and tell these stories without the fear of, well, we said this and it has to be this way. Sometimes sure. It's easy to let it seep in and say, well, does that take away from the gravity of the moment when you really pull out and look at like with, we find out there's all these force users running around when Luke thinks he's going to be the last Jedi. <laughs> uh, does that wreck it for me? No. Uh, I'm just glad that they can tell the stories, but maybe I'm way off base on that. Well, I, you know, there's a lot of people talking about that. Um, some people whose opinions I wouldn't, uh, don't carry a lot of weight with me. Screw saying, you, oh, you Tom. Yeah. Oh, wait, you didn't mean you. I did not mean you. Uh, but no, you know how, you know, Disney has like millions of Jedi that are hidden. And first of all, it's not millions that made it pet through Order 66. But I was reading the uh, Making of Return of the Jedi books. Uh, it's a big book written by J.W. Rinsler. And it has transcripts of the story conference with Lucas and Kasdan, Richard Marquand, and uh, the producer, Kansan Jean, I think you say his name. And in it... Lucas says oh, about 50 to 100 Jedi survived the purge and are still out there, but they are not the Jedi that would be able to take on Darth Vader and the Emperor. You know, they don't have a tie to this. They're still out there. There's still stories that can be told about them. So that's a George thing going back 40 years now. Mm -hmm. And it's just, this is the story that he focused on. And it, it, it's great to see, you know, if you want to say Disney Star Wars, Disney Star Wars, but it's great to see Star Wars, period, taking advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is, the galaxy's so rich and you're right. It's easy to tell stories like that because nobody else we've seen could be the one who took on Darth Vader and the Emperor the way they did, the way Luke right. did. I don't know. But here's the deal. I like it all. So it's yeah. okay. I'm, I'm okay with it. So where... What do you think this third phase of the High Republic is? What is it going to be like overall for you personally? Um, I think it's going to be some. So each of the first phase, the first phase one lasts about two years real time. All the books came out over maybe a year and a half, two years. The second phase, a little less than a year. Um, they're saying this current phase three is not going to be finished until 2025. And the Acolyte, which supposedly we're getting next year, is going to kind of be like a bookend to it. I'm expecting a lot of roller coaster type action, like, oh, the Jedi are down, then they're winning, then they're, uh, you know, losing again. Uh, but I think it's going to end in a place where the Jedi think they have it all figured out, but they don't. Um, and one big element here that I'm curious, even if they touch, I'd love them to, but I don't think they will is the Sith. Um, because the Sith, I mean, they've been name dropped, but you know, there's not like a Darth so-and-so is watching from the shadows. Um, and I, I am wondering, okay, what are they doing? Because the, the Nile have this, I don't want to say it's a weapon, but they have this beast that, um, 
saps the force from force users and basically turns them into dust. And the Jedi don't know exactly what this is and they're trying to fit, figure it out. So I would think that, um, you know, if there's a Sith out there, they don't want to fall to this thing either. So I'm curious what their reaction would be knowing that all this is going on. Hmm. Oh my gosh, excuse me. Sorry about that. Sorry, I just looked something up too and there's an excerpt from The Eye of Darkness mm-hmm. uh, out there. That Did that just pop today? I think so, yeah. Um, man, the cover looks really dope on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, dang. I, you know, I gotta tell you, your love of the high Republic makes me regret that I didn't stay up on it. It's not even the fact that I didn't stay up on it. It's how much you love it. That makes me regret. I didn't stay up on it. So, um, can you just re-record the audiobooks with your voice? And that way I can just calmly <laughs> listen to my good friend, Tom read Give the me book. a few years. Give me a few years and I can take, I'm no Mark Thompson though. Well, you don't even have to do the voices. Just do it as yourself, man. Um, the, voice, the voices would be nice, though. Well, it'd be a nice touch, but... Yeah. You know, you know. Love to hear that. That'd be interesting. <laughs> That's one thing, oh my gosh, like I've become hyper aware of lately, is I'm playing Starfield, the hmm. uh, Bethesda game. It's pretty good. Um, yeah. It's very big. It's very expansive. Lots and lots of stuff. There are not enough voice actors on that game and hmm. there's not enough lines of dialogue because you go through these places that you find spontaneously and interestingly enough they're the exact same regardless of where you find them oh here's a lab on insert planet here well here's a lab on this other planet and it's identical with identical gear and enemies and everything in the exact same spots the problem is is there's only like three sentences they say but every character says them and you can plainly tell every one of them also voiced one of the mains. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you hear their voice, it's like, okay, Sam, we got, I got you. It oh, drives me crazy. Bethesda did that with Skyrim too, where mm-hmm. most of the, most of like the, the background characters are, are the same voice. Uh, and it's, it's a little annoying at times. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's pretty wild, man. And what's funny is you walk through this thing. Just as an example, one of the factions I am part of is these pirates. And so if you go in these strongholds where they're at, they just talk to you as you walk through instead of attacking you. And one of them says, uh, it's a good thing you're in the fleet, because if you weren't, I would kill you. And you'll hear four people tell you that within the span of like a minute and a half. <laughs> All the same Sweet. voice. No, slight <laughs> variations, but you can tell it's the same person. Um, anyhow, enough of that. So, Hey, real quick, remember the, uh, original X-Wing model we were talking about that was going to auction that they mm-hmm. found that that thing went for, what was it? Um, hang on. I was just looking at it. Now I lost it. $3.1 million. Ah, too bad. <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. And, you know, I remember close. they were saying, Oh, it might go as much as $400,000. Yeah. $3.1 million. Now, so people who, who don't know what we're talking about, this is a screen used like hero version model from a new hope. 
and it belonged to uh, Greg. I think it maybe it's Jine. Uh, he was a visual effects artist and he had tons of stuff. And when he passed away last year, uh, this was one of the things in one of his garage or storage unit or something. And it went up to auction and it's like red leader on state on screen X wing. And yeah, 3.1 million. That's, that would be pretty cool to have. I'll just be honest. It would be. Or you can just spend three point one million if it if if he could just spend I don't I don't know if I if if I'd want if I was the the dude who won the the lotto this past couple of weeks you know get three quarters of a billion dollars I still don't think I'd be like yeah I'll, yeah fuck it why not I don't think so I'm, no, I'm not I would, sure with with, with that one wealthy. Eric do you have a picture of it because I'm curious as to where the attachment is. Because it has to be on something. Well, it belonged to a Jedi, Tom. They frowned upon <laughs> attachment. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. It's on the bottom. It's uh, okay on the yeah. It's right under the back edge of the cockpit. It's on a on a stand. So yeah, man, it's cool looking. I'm like zoomed way in on it. It is pretty sharp. Describe it. It's an X-wing. Um, it's pointy, it's, it's sort of wiener shaped with X X's for wings, but no, it's just, you know, you can see the really cool, like, Oh sweet. I'm back. <laughs> you have to cross your arms visibly. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it's cool. It, and it was like looking at these things and the amount of detail that they put into them and stuff and like how the battle scarring looks on it and just how it looks so real. That's that's neat. I mean, congrats to whoever got it. But you're right, Boo. I think that would be a very tough thing. For All right. Me. So who voted one? What's that? Who voted one? Well, guys, you are getting an inside glimpse of. Boy, boy, this is such a dad at a concert. Yeah, yeah, he's in like full dad mode. Okay, what about the rest of the sphere? We get it around, just have fun. That seems like pretty. Is that you two playing right now? Yeah, look at the audience. Yeah, this doesn't look like you. Let's speak of the devil. Look, okay, so there's one. There's Dang. one. Yeah, yeah. Randy, got him. Throwing the fire, man. Oh man, Fucking got him. YouTube. There goes our YouTube audience. Damn it. <laughs> well, w- one thing I do want to say, but real quick about that X wing is I do find it interesting that that was from A New Hope, and it, it just got sold for three point one million. And Hasbro is barely putting out toys faster than that for <laughs> anything that comes out. So, um, I, you know, I was thinking about this because one of the things I did was, uh, uh, what do they call it? The the Hasbro Pulse thing. Um, what, what, what do they call yeah. it? Um, help me. They call uh, it. Uh, God damn. What the like the toy Hasbro itself select uh, they're 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 Kickstarter. They're, oh yeah. We just Hasbro. yeah, we yeah they're, whatever it is. You know what I'm no, talking about. No, we can't do that. 
We're professional, just a little bit better than that. <laughs> Are we though? Haslab, 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 Because I backed the uh, uh, the ghost, and I'm mm-hmm. thinking how cool it would have been to have like Ahsoka's ship. Yeah, that is one of the cooler designs for a ship that we've had in a solid while. That would be something neat. They have that new line. It's the like the micro collection line. They call mm-hmm. it something else. And they're like coming micro out with machines. Yeah, not quite. Um, oh, they're coming out with like more and more. Like I just saw an ad at at Target the other day with that. And I heard they're doing like the um the Imperial shuttle in that. So we Ooh. might get, you know, like Ahsoka ship or the ghost in a future round. <laughs> those are really cool i have one i've got the millennium falcon and i got mm-hmm. uh um boba fett ship in that scale mm-hmm. and this was in the wave that had that the only one i didn't get was the um was it the clone ship the uh yeah i think they did troop transport whatever it was called but anyhow they are neat those ships and that detail is really cool. And that'd be, be super cool to have like action figures that put them and all that. But anyhow, uh, any other star Wars stuff out there? I don't think there is. Not really. I see lots of stupid speculations. You know, comic con was, was a thing. Um, but uh, past that, no, no real news. There's, there's a um, book coming out next April. Star Wars dad jokes. Mm. Oh, I, I think Garage is already on the pre-order list for that one. <laughs> he was part of the Haslab for that. Yes. That's, yeah. that's dangerous. Garage yeah. wrote it. <laughs> yeah. How many? Well, no, it'll be it'll be wholesome since it's Star Wars. But as I was gonna yeah. say, how many jizz jokes do you think there will be? Oh. <laughs> but uh, anyway, well, uh, if there's nothing else. That'd be a great band to see inside the uh, inside the sphere. Oh, Fantina band. Yeah. Mode. Oh, oh yeah. Play the one. Play the one song again. <laughs> that one. You want the same song again? All right, you got it. Yeah. You know, I love that that because that is a good gag. I love that when bands can be funny about that on uh, the Simpsons when Devo was on there, and I know we've talked about it before. When they're getting ready to play, and somebody in the crowd yells out, "Play whip it!" and he says, "No, we're gonna play the other one." Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. That's unfair. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but kind of true. It, well, it is. You know, I mean, that's uh, a mongoloid girl. You want? We're talking about like the average Joe. Yeah, I guess. That's you know, mm-hmm. but. Uh, uh, Boo, you got any bits for us? Just a couple. No, nothing. Bits, bits, better be bits. Oh, yeah, it's bits, Mike. It's bits, I tell you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's bits. It's bits. Uh, I just kibbled my bits. Bits. <laughs> oh. Bits, bits, better be bits. Oh, yeah, it's bits, Mike. It's bits, I tell you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I just have to say, it's been too long since I've seen that. Between <laughs> my weird, like, having to go to bed early and, and Boo not being here, it's been too long, so I feel a lot. That's bits, bits, better be bits. Oh, yeah, it's bits, Mike. It's bits, I tell you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's bits. It's bits. Uh, I just kibbled my bits. It is good. Did you, you feel like you got your fill? 
But yeah, I think so. I don't want to pick that. Oh, yeah, it's his bike. It's bitch, I tell you. Uh -huh, uh -huh. It's bitch. It's bitch. Uh, I just kibbled my bits. Okay. Your turn, Boop. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, you know, we talked about movies, really not much going on. Uh, something that a lot of people are excited for is uh, The Killers of the Flower Moon, the uh, Scorsese directed, you know, Leo DiCaprio movie. Uh, that looks really good. Uh, him, you know, Scorsese and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio are going to work again already at some point uh, for a movie called The Wager. No, no real. <laughs> real big details on it, but that's awesome. You know, whenever they can work together, I think it is a, a great thing. You know, Scorsese, uh, you know, he can be, uh, back in the news talking shit about other movies, which I think is odd, but sure, pal, you know, it, there's, there's constructive criticism. And I, th I think at this point, he's just coming off as a dick. Fuck Tenet. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know what they say? Art is a contest. Yeah, exactly. It's like hmm. James Cameron can be the same way, but you're just like, all right, that's James Cameron. Fuck you, Jim. You don't give me warnings. I give them to you, remember, because I can back mine up. And you, you piece of shit. You better watch yourself. Yeah, I mean, everybody feels that way. <laughs> everyone! Damn it, everyone. I was trying to think of another one. I was like, there's gotta be, I was like thinking, I was like racking my brain. There's gotta be another one. Very good. No, there's definitely I get killed for telling you this shit. Kill walking your doggy. <laughs> you know, we were yeah. talking about jizz music earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Specific region of, of jizz music. Yeah. I don't even know how he titles that one. Come on. I'm sorry. You gotta send it home. I'm Come on. I'm so favorite. sorry. I'm, oh. I feel so bad right now. I feel You've been so bad. What that is. Look at the collar on that coat. What does that look like? That stain. I don't know. Cinnamon roll. Is it the cinnamon roll? The cinnamon, the, the roll of the cinnamon? That looks like a uh, jizz. Yeah. Eastern European jizz. That looks like some fuckhead shot his load on a $12,000. Oh, the roll of the cinnamon. <sighs> okay. That was solid. That was Let's very get good. this under control. Boo. Hit it. Oh, yeah. Um... Bitch, oh. better be bitch. Oh, yeah, it's his bike. It's bitch, I tell you. Uh -huh, uh -huh. It's bitch. It's bitch. Uh, I just kibbled my <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the soundboard. How long was the show, guys? Well, we talked for 20 minutes. The show was the two and a half hours long. The boo bits was an hour and a half. Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, man. We had several cut-ins of, of random shit. Whew. That's good. That's very good. Raj would be proud. Yeah. Yep. Oh man. Okay. All right. Yeah. Back. Back to. Back to the real shit. Now that now that we've had some fun, let me let me bum you out here. Netflix is going to increase their prices. You know, shocker there. You know, they, they, everyone's every everyone is going to raise their prices because they say, "Oh, you got to pay the writers." Yeah, it's not not whatever. 
business business sucks and you know they're still not paying the actors because they're still on strike moving on the basic plan which i don't even know what the fuck that is anymore i think the basic plan is just with ads i, I yeah. guess I, I don't know anymore they they change it or cut this or cut that that's gonna be 12 bucks and then the premium plan which i think is like the bitchin one or like 4k and all the all the you get everything that's 23 dollars. woof yeah that's what i said i was like that's getting a bit much here folks i think like 20 bucks was was strong already and and high enough as it is 23 dollars is damn it's yeah. getting up there. Yeah. It, you know, people, you know, the cord cutting people are like, yeah, I got the cord. I stream now. They're just paying almost as much as they did for fucking cable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. With everything piling up, I, I you know, I was looking at my home screen on the Roku going, well, we we're right back where we started. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. The, the, the only thing that saves like Amazon is that they're, a, you know, uh, they'll ship you anything in a day or two days and you're like, all right, fuck it. I guess I get the, uh, the movies and the shows with it. Awesome. Bitch. But Netflix, you're like, okay, $23 for, for what? I, the, the last thing that I like really was excited about on Netflix is probably the last season of Ozark. You know, you have the Witcher and stuff like that. And people love one piece, but I'm like, damn, that's getting a lot. And then everybody else is going to have to raise their prices too. Cause you know, was it, uh, Disney Plus just did. That's right. Yeah. That's, right. that's one that's getting a little tough. I got to admit. That's one where I'm just like, mm, fuck. I don't know. Yeah, because it's not like you, you, like everybody's sort of subscribed to Disney Plus because they've got their, their niche. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Well, my Star Wars show time of the year is done. Mm-hmm. So... Right. Maybe I just sit on this because unfortunately, as much as it sucks, uh, most companies give the best deals to the new customers. Yeah. And it only takes a little bit before you're a new customer. I mean, sign up with a different email address and get that deal. You know, that's that's a tough one, man. Well, but this is it's crazy, too, because just a little bit ago, they did the uh, thing where you couldn't share passwords. Mm-hmm. kind of help mm-hmm. uh, bolster subscribers and then to have this happen after the fact mm-hmm. it's i don't i don't know where it becomes too expensive at a point and i don't know if it's necessarily at least right now has the, the most like sought after content to be watching right especially well, and price. i'm going to tell you something else too boo i'm sorry i'm uh, don't mean to uh hijack your Segment no, that's, here. that's what they're here for your ability to change your habits is you're you are much more resilient and uh, pliable than you think because just uh, what i want to say is just as an example like this i've played red dead redemption every day for forever and then i had to take a couple days off for um because i had to go to houston for this this uh, gig a few weeks ago I just didn't play for two weeks and I quit doing Wordle every day and I quit doing this other thing every day. And it was just like, no bigs, just all at once, just cut it. No, nah, I'm no big deal. So it's like, how am I going to live without Netflix? You will. It'll take Figure it out, two yeah. days and you'll be like, cool. I found some other thing to do. And it's just that easy. And that's something that these, these properties are going to have to remember. And I get creating content costs money. 
And I, I get it. Everybody's there are so many mouths to feed in that chain from the top of the boardroom all the way down. But that's one of the things that we are going to, I think, see as like the swing of people are going to start cutting, but cutting away and cutting away and cutting away. And you're going to get back to where you're probably going to have your top one or two providers. That's what will probably end up happening over the course of, say, the next five years or so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you're going to get a situation where a lot of people are sharing their original content to make up for the uh, cost they're losing in subscribers. You're going to have like Paramount. I mean, even Peacock, possibly. It's possible that Peacock might not be around in three years, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. Surprised it's still around. What? what, Whoa. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. Um, speaking of Peacock, I may be wrong. Speaking of Peacock, but I, I, I think uh, was it The Office is on Peacock, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or is it and Parks yeah. and Rec? Yes. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's been rumors for a long time of The Office doing a reboot, uh, a new show, whatever you know, something like that. And there's been rumors and this and that. It's gained a little bit more steam now. I think it's I think it'll be I think it's something that I don't know how many people want it like how much do they know that they want it kind of thing because the office is, a, is is one of those classics where it's great especially for the time that was you can watch it now and it's awesome but I'm not sure if people are like clamoring for it is is that just me is that or, or am I just nervous about them tarnishing it I guess because some people didn't like the last what couple of seasons or was it the last season when uh, the last few yeah. seasons yeah yeah where, yeah, where Michael Scott leaves yes exactly so I don't know I I would love to see it if it if it does actually exist you know there's the it, you know there's been like there's a quote from Greg Daniels he's like when there's something to announce I'll definitely announce it I don't know maybe they're probably waiting for the for the actor strike to be over you know for for it to uh, go over well let's put it that way so i don't know there, there, there's a few things that are in in the you know loaded in the gun waiting for the uh the actor strike to be over so they can announce it but i don't know i i i would see the reboot i would like to see it but i, I don't know if it's just i'm tentative about it or i'm like just don't ruin it i don't know how do you guys feel about it yeah i'm i'm one of those people i'm not a fan of the last few years and even since like park seeing parks and recreation in brooklyn 99 i've come to like those shows more than even the earlier versions of the office um so i'm not i i'm not in a great office place right now but you know when i heard that i'm like what's the point (laughs) why are they i hope you know if they were to do it i would hope that it would be all new characters all new concept not any relation to the previous show and I think you really hit it on the head there because that's like a dance. It's a very delicate dance because the show did get pretty clumsy toward the end. And yeah. I didn't watch it in its original run. I watched it once it was all done and, you know, binge the whole thing. And one thing I can say is the last couple of seasons are more palatable when you watch it in that fashion. You know what I'm saying? Because you just got like mm-hmm. some momentum built up of just watching it all the time. Every night at dinner, well, let's throw this on. But when you take the big payoffs of the show and, you know, 
like Jim and Pam and and then worrying that they're going to split up because of the way the show's going and all this and blah, blah, blah. Let's say you came back and it's the same characters. The only thing you can do is drop a bomb in it to do something with the story. And then the whole thing that kept you through it to begin with, you have to throw that out the window that kind of thing. And suddenly your characters that you love become people you don't like anymore because that's the only way to make the show different, or you don't make it about them at all. And you do some other thing. There's just, why do it there? The office is already a thing. Do a new thing, do another thing. I just, I no thanks. That's like, parts yeah. of Rick. If they wanted to come back. I mean, do some cute little special just because the actors are all so cool. Like the thing that they did at the beginning of COVID mm-hmm. I thought was real cute. Um, but other than that, I'm good, man. You know? Yeah. I don't think there's a win on that one. Like if, even if you went back and made the original cast and did a continuation of the original story, you would have to do something that would be like Michael Scott came back and now he owns the company and he's up to his old hijinks again. But then it's like, what is the story that you're telling and trying to have like a closing to in some kind of resolution or then you go the route of having a different cast but then i think you there's no way you can't lose the spirit of that show like the original bbc show being what it was based off like making friends out of your work colleagues isn't how you're supposed to like live but people are so stuck in the office all the time that it just happens mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. how do you do that and make a modern take on that without it feeling so derivative and just pandering to uh, the cliches of what we understand of work culture now. Yeah. And the other thing, there's been, I think there's been a big point of view change in how people look at Jim, where, you know, early on mm-hmm. in the show, he was the hero of the show. And now people kind of see him as a bully at times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause he dropped himself in a relationship that he had no business being in. You know, and, and everything oh, with and Dwight. With Dwight, yeah. Oh, and, and with the Dwight, sensibilities yeah. of yeah. the audience, the younger yeah. audience especially, would be a lot different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, no thanks, no thanks. That's a universal. It's note. gonna happen though. I will say yeah. it's gonna happen. Oh yeah. One, yeah. it's just a matter of years, and the bag is gonna be too big, and eventually they're gonna do it. Well, it's real quick, and, and I, I didn't want to bring this up, but one of the things I talked about with like Comic-Con, I don't remember who it was. Somebody was talking about like, if I were to leave my property and could work in any other property, Star Wars is what I'd want to do, but I'd want to reboot the whole thing and get a whole new Han, Luke and Leia and start over. Right. Mm -hmm. Here's the deal, man. You don't need to it. And I don't think, Part of what made that work was the magic of the timing and and the like the state of the world at the time and also what the groundbreaking effects mm-hmm. that they managed to do on a um what's the word I'm looking for here on a shoestring budget right mm-hmm. well if you try to you 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 can't bottle that and and hit it again it's just i just don't think it'll work it worked because it was a miracle at the time and redoing it all i just don't see that being a thing that's going to be as good by any stretch or better than the original so there's like what's the point not just with like the way it's made but also the way it's consumed you know when stars came out there was no home video 
Mm-hmm. It played for more than a year in some theaters straight. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, post-COVID, the movie uh, producers and, and uh, companies, they have to take a look at the audience because, you know, we go to the movies a lot less. Mm-hmm. And sure, if there's a Star Wars movie, I'm sure I will go see it in the theaters multiple times, but I'm not going to go see it like the 20 times I saw The Last Jedi. Right. And a lot of people are not going to do that. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's still movies that make a billion dollars, but there are a, le- a lot less than there were a few years ago. And so it's not just the way they're made, but it's how we we consume them. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Good point. What else you got, Boo? Uh, not much, not much coming coming to the end of the boo bits here. Uh, we previously talked about Netflix and some of the shows that uh, bring people in, you know, keep people uh, subscribed. This is one of them. The final season of The Crown is uh, going to be two parts. The first part is to be November 16th, and then the second part is to be December 14th. So your holidays will be filled with uh, um, the House of Windsor. So uh, enjoy that. That is actually a really good show. It is. It's won a boatload of awards. Deserves them all. The acting, uh, the the characters, the way it's written, awesome, awesome to see. So, uh, kind of sucks it's coming to the end, but you know, it's it's nice to get to to finish it. A uh, couple more. Uh, this one I found interesting. Kind of, I, I I think it's a bigger thing than than people are making it out to be, or maybe that's just the way that I think of it. Uh, one Best Buy still exists. I don't know how that's possible, but great. Best Buy exists. And now they're going to stop selling physical 4K, Blu-rays, DVDs. Uh, at, they're not going to sell that shit anymore, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of kind of nuts because this this makes me think of the the bookstore kind of thing where that's good. Mm-hmm. That eventually disappeared. Like there's still Barnes and Noble. That's great. But uh, what was the other one? There was uh, not not Brookstone. What was what was the other one? The other the other bookstore that was uh, Walden Books. No, no, no. Fuck. What was it? It was like, I don't, I don't know. I can't I, I can't remember now. But when I saw when I saw that Best Buy was going to stop doing this, I was like, well, eventually everybody else will. And I think this is just like the first big domino of of physical media going away like i haven't bought a dvd or a blu-ray or or anything in years years and yeah. i know some people still do maybe for you know specific like steelbook covers or if they come with like a some special features or something like that but i i was like oh shit somebody's actually pulling the plug on this and i'm like damn what do you guys what do you guys feel on physical media going away sooner than i than i thought it was gonna happen uh, uh, yeah it's pretty much there yeah Yeah. you look at like targets and stuff like i mean there's still like a a big mainstream audience that gets like you know blu-rays when they get released but if you look at something like video games like video games the uh physical shelf space that is allotted like in a target considering there's like three or four different consoles like it's a very small amount of space Mm -hmm. considering how big the industry is so it's interesting because I was I saw that same story and started thinking about well how would that impact us? So we've talked about it before where what you're buying when you buy a digital copy of a thing is you're buying a 
chance that that will be around forever and maybe it won't be kind of thing, right? And But whenever I buy a 4K Blu-ray or whatever, I'm buying it because it's got a digital code with it and I'm doing it to collect the physical part of it. And do I really need that? No. I mean, I don't buy video games physical anymore just because of like the space they take up and the annoyance of it. And my God, could you imagine having to go from deciding to watch a movie to finding it in my bookcase and blah, blah, blah. My Lord, what is this? The 1400s. And so I do think that it's it's not surprising. However, is it a bit of a shame? Because at some point the current model something will happen and it'll collapse to an extent you know and then you'll have your things that come out at the top of the heap that win right um people probably don't remember a ton of it but you know like right now whenever people are still buying music digitally constantly as opposed to just paying for a, a streaming subscription like with spotify and whatnot you had several players in the game and luckily you downloaded them right as opposed to just having them available to stream whenever you wanted but those things fell by the wayside and that didn't transfer to some other service like for example if you bought something from um oh God, i can't even think of the name of it i don't think it was rhapsody but it was something along those lines when they closed up shop, if you hadn't already downloaded everything you own from there, well, I got bad news for you. <laughs> That's bound to happen. Now, luckily, the retailers or the online, the digital retailers have made deals like when um, oh God, you've got Voodoo and they also enveloped um, Fandango. And there was another one before that that crapped out that basically voodoo bought and or they went to voodoo and said we need to close can you please buy our customer base basically but they don't have to do that and there may come a time where it's just well i got bad news for you everybody you're shit out of luck yeah that's why i'm going to tell you right now movies anywhere is your best friend <laughs> because you if you buy a movie on any thing that's movie movies anywhere supported it will show up in every other thing so i buy a movie in on voodoo i can watch it in amazon i can watch it in uh uh apple tv i can watch it wherever that i have tied to it do that but as far as physical media goes one of my buddies owns a uh a record store and he knows his customer and has made a great living selling physical media to people who, when people thought that that was dead, but he knows who his customers are. And it's people who are real into like cool special order, uh, you know, European version of this or whatever. And he, he's done very well for himself. So somebody will fill that void and you'll be able to buy physical media somewhere as long as it's being manufactured still. There's actually a big thing right now with uh, Dr. Who and the physical digital issue because um, the BBC, which owns Dr. Who uh, it's the 60th anniversary next month and they are launching the series on iPlayer and Disney plus. Um, you know, all the series going back to the 1960s. And 
I don't know if the guy, so the son of the guy who wrote the first group of episodes, um, does not like a lot of things about modern culture, modern Doctor Who, including that the next Doctor is going to be black. And uh, I think he has some weird ideas about how his father was treated by the BBC. So he is not letting them, uh, because he controls the estate, he is not letting them include the first group of series of this show that ever aired on their new digital platforms. And so there's like a run in England of all the, you know, the DVDs, physical versions of these episodes. And it's, it's not so much, uh, um, an issue like, uh, you know, Disney deciding to take Willow and other things off Disney plus, but it's one person not who, you know, because of contractual necessity, he has control over this, just not liking the direction of the product and deciding, well, I'm going to say to all these fans, tough luck. So that's another thing you kind of have to look out for. Yeah, that's true too. They didn't think about that. But. That's good. That, that, that's crazy. One person's like, nah, nah, I don't like it. Fuck all y'all. Not up in here. Like you it. don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. God damn. You know, uh, you guys brought up a good point of like downloading stuff. Uh, especially like Randy said about video games. I don't know how it is for, for King Tom and Eric. Uh, but like here in California, like if I were to buy a physical copy of a game, the tax is about about 10 bucks, you know, state tax, you know, the, the, the federal tax. If I buy it uh, to download it, it, you know, the game is 59 99. It's 59 99. Mm-hmm. So like buying it in a target or a Walmart or something like that just doesn't make any fucking sense. It just it's just one of those where I'm just like one I I don't want to. It's nice pre you know was it preloading it the second it turns you know nine o'clock you know on the East mm-hmm. Coast the game's ready to play. I, I and now especially with video games you buy the disc you still have to download it. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say it's right. It's it's like sixty gigabytes or whatever. It's but it's gonna be larger than that. But you have to download that first, and then you can play it, which is the basically the entire game. So yeah, so it's one of those where, uh, why why go to a store? Why go to the store for you know for a video game in particular in a movie even even well, you know, even more so? I mean, the big thing uh, at the resale value. I mean, having something uh, like that. Think about how many games that you have like downloaded and just mm-hmm. never touch again. You would have some means of getting a return on what you invested in the game. Not all games because some of them are you know tied to like accounts and all that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just to have those conveniences, you give up the opportunity to make back any money on those games. That is very true. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we we talked about that when I can't. What was the gaming platform? It was Google's, I think. Oh Str- yeah, Strata, Stadia, Stadia, That when they closed up, there was a guy because I only know because of Red Dead who had like six thousand hours in on it, and they couldn't transfer his. Red Dead Online account to another platform. I mean, Rockstar like reached out to him and gave him tons of stuff, but still, that's gone. Right. Forever. But I mean, that's but that's you know online part of the game. But that's it's wild to think about that stuff, man. What do you yeah. really own anymore? Have you ever looked at the user agreement that you're clicking accept on? Just oh, some, some shit gets crazy. <laughs> no. Some shit gets nuts, yeah. especially like the the movie got like the digital scan shit oh that's yeah. just like like if you're like in 2k 
you know, like the 2K games, the sports games, mm-hmm. you can scan your face. Mm-hmm. It's it's to be on your character model. They own that shit. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. which is just a scary future. Moving on, whatever. Mm-hmm. Speaking of another scary future, um, one of our one of our favorite movies, everyone's favorite movie, The Kingsman. Oh my gosh! All right, sure. Everyone! Exactly. That was um, really good. Yes, The Kingsman's getting a sequel. I don't know why. I don't know who greenlit it. I don't think it made that much money. I don't get why. It already had like four sequels. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> this is like a direct one to the the direct sequel to the prequel. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, that yeah, yeah, makes yeah, it better. yeah, yeah, yeah. To to no, not the Kingsman franchise, the Kingsman the movie, the 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 prequel one. Uh, that one's getting a sequel. There was an after credit scene. I don't know if anybody stayed. I'm shocked if you <laughs> did. I saw it just a few fucking like I think yesterday when I was like, wait a minute, there was an after credit scene because I didn't care to fucking finish it. Right. Uh, now, is this because you just don't like the idea of a Kingsman's uh, prequel? Do you think that's a bad idea? No, the movie was shit. Movie's fucking. Oh, garbage. the movie is shit. Okay, Awful. so you'd be cool if they made like a Transformer Kingsman. No, fuck that. No, don't do that. Stop. <laughs> Don't you dare keep shit separate. We don't need a fucking universe colliding with each other. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Whatever. <laughs> Moving on. So, yeah. So, so the, the, the Kingsman, the prequel sequel is going to be about the rise of Hitler. I guess that was the, the after credit scene is, you know, Hitler comes in kind of thing. So look forward to that. I guess if you like the movie, which I don't think many people did. I don't know why the fuck is getting a sequel, but yeah. Hmm. So that's all I got. That's it. I just wanted to end on a positive note of garbage. Dude, you did a great job. Um, yeah. You really did. I appreciate it. You know, we none of us, we didn't even talk about Loki it, during all this. Completely forgot about that. That's Either, funny. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's happened want, anyway. I did want to say, um, heads up on this, that, you know, we were talking about you getting engaged and we're like you know we love Brittany, right we're super stoked on it but i just want to make sure are you going to be able to like stay in it to win it while you're being your mind's being pulled away with all this wedding stuff uh yeah great ass and you got your head all the way up it <laughs> that's pretty good that's pretty good that's a good one that's poignant yeah that's poignant <laughs> Randy and I were texting back and forth. How are we going to use the rest of these bits? (laughs) It's contractually obligated that you have to get this. You you have to get this. This is the only way we get our per diem. I was was streaming Red Dead Online right before this, just because I like to do it right before we record the Sith list. And I just mentioned to a couple people, the two people who are watching my stream, yeah, it's going to be a little different on Sith list, blah, 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 blah. And uh, Kevin Thrasher goes, are you going to be able to control the soundboard? I said, oh, none of that. No, (laughs) of course not. Why would, why, yeah. No way. I for telling you this shit. Kill walking your doggy. Oh no! Well, <laughs> listen, guys. Did it, did, Tom? Did you watch Loki? I did. Yeah. Um. Did you see the first episode? I did. I saw the. Okay. First. So I, I think I said this last week. I have no clue what's going on with the moving here and going this and connecting this to this and these people coming out of here. I have no. I don't know what's happening. 
but I like it. Well, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely want to, I, I definitely want to watch it. I just, so I've made a point to you, and my wife is super not interested, which surprises me. Like I said, yeah. you know, she loves Marvel, but it's too convoluted for her, man. That's that is not who she is. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just no. But uh, anyhow, well, guys, can you think of anything else that we've missed that we should have hit today? Do we have any more soundboard? Any I more, can't think any of more, any. Any, any more um, left on the table? I think that's I mean, all I'm of sure. them. Uh, we have a lot. We have a lot of yeah. Shut up, Randy. <laughs> Shut up, Randy. Oh, uh, we have try to think of that one. You know. Listen, guys, we did it. We survived another one, and so did you. And uh, we're going to cash this one in. We're going to call it, call it, call it. And uh, thank you to everybody who stuck around and had a great time listening to all the shenanigans. Uh, Boo, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. Awesome, man. Uh, Randy? Uh, I don't know. Fine. It's part you here. Yeah, not you, Tom. Uh, you can find me on Patreon shows for Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, and our Sithless Patreon. And you can also find me on Blue Sky and Twitter at Tom Chansky, where I'll be recounting how my uh, reading for the audiobook version of the High Republic books is going. Perfect. <laughs> Over the next find- 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> you can find our buddy Les uh, on Twitter at LesIsMore78 and uh, on the reaction shows on the Sithless YouTube channel. Uh, check out my other podcasts I do with my family about the cartoon Bluey called Dinner with the Healers. It's super good time. And uh, you know what? Maybe streaming on Twitch, Mouse Rat, uh, twitch.tv slash Mouse Rat 2217. Get it while it's hot, while the Red Dead Halloween thing's going. It's, it's pretty cool. And uh, you can catch our buddy and your buddy, Araj, everywhere. Front row at the Spin Doctors concert. Front row. Yeah. <laughs> at, at you want to call me, baby, <laughs> at the Sith list. Well, uh, let's see. What is he? I'm, I'm missing something. Um, join us next week. Uh, for episode 377 of The Sith List. Is it getting better? Or do you feel the same? Will it make it easier on you now? You got someone to blame You say one love one light, one need in the night. One love, get the share leaves you darling, and you don't Forgiveness 
Cause all you got is hurt Oh, oh.